0: What a time, hanging out my arse and talking to you on Zoom. Get a real job! Get a real job! Get a
1: real job! Woo-hoo. Here we go. Hello! Welcome to episode 11 <gasps> of Get, Get a Real, 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 real job.
0: job! Get a real job. Or oh, don't. Don't do it.
1: Oh, do you know what? Don't let anyone tell you what to do. You do you. With your hosts, Natalie Gray. Me.
0: And Kelly Gray. That's me.
1: In case people didn't know, we're sisters. I mean,
0: it's you you wouldn't look at us and think we were sisters, so you know it's questionable. Do you
1: know what it's really funny, just going off topic right at the beginning. Um, when I did a gig a few days ago and I was talking to one of the other musicians, they're like, Oh, who's your family? And I was like, Oh, it's my da da and there's my sister, and he's like, Oh, which one's your sister? And I was like, the one that looks nothing like me.
0: <laughs> and what did he say?
1: He was like, I think I know who you're talking about. And I was like, yes. Was, <laughs> was it like literally... Was it,
0: was it the Whoa. fit guy on keys? It,
1: it, was, it was the one that you found quite attractive. Yeah, he's yes. fit. Yeah. Um,
0: but hey. it really made
1: me chuckle because I was like, yeah, the one who looks fuck all like me. But that doesn't help you at all, does it? No. Like, no. No, absolutely <laughs> I like, not. Ew.
0: No, I, I was the um, one that was like sobbing with tears halfway through <laughs> your set.
1: That's who I was. Well, We'll get to that bit, but how are yeah. you? How's your week been? What's I'm that? good.
0: I'm good. So I had another little trip away <laughs> because that's all I do. Oh, in my you life. did?
1: Yeah. yeah, you went on a fucking cruise. I
0: went on a cruise. Um, so my random. my friend's fortieth, um, and he is a cruiser. Like, I I I've never been on a cruise. I know a lot of people that work oh. on them, and they always look very classy and and delicious. And um, that's he me. does he does a lot of cruises. So I was thinking this is gonna be so lovely. I've got like a nice ball gown and you know, all this sort of stuff. Oh no, it was a four day booze cruise. It was like yes. someone had picked up the entirety of Blackpool and put it <laughs> on a boat. Like that was Again, it right.
1: Was. I'm sorry, but this is so you. This is so like of course, it was a fucking booze cruise. Even I knew it was a fucking booze cruise, and I knew nothing about it. I forgot you were going twelve times. But of course, what? Why did you <laughs> yeah. take a ball gown? Where did you? Because,
0: where did you go? Because it was a cruise. We went to Rotterdam. We it, went to it was Rotterdam. Rotterdam. I know. You're
1: fucking moral.
0: Oh, we had a ball though. We had a ball. It was all inclusive, so it was drinks galore. Oh um, Jesus! I have come back, a former version of my previous self. Um, and so this week I've kind of just been getting over that. I got back on Tuesday and just died Tuesday evening. I felt <laughs> horrendous. Um, so yes. this week I've kind of, you know, been questioning my life choices and being like, Oh, Standard. hell," you know, and getting myself into that dig deep hole of you've not been seen for anything. What are you doing with your life? Um, in between munching on cookies and, and just, you know, generally feeling sorry for myself. um, so that, that's that been my week, although I did hand my notice in to my real job <gasps> this week.
1: You did! I that's did. That's exciting. Yeah. That yes. was a shock. Sorry, I've got dust in my eye, so I'm just like proper rubbing it. Oh. Um, that's exciting. How would you feel?
0: I feel really good. I feel really relieved because I feel like, you know, sometimes what we do is we put so much effort into the job that's giving us the monies. For security, yeah. and then we forget about who we are and what we're doing. And I feel like my mind was a bit lost, and I was putting so yeah. much effort into this. And now I've taken a step back. I'm, you know, back to being self-employed, back to doing me. And well, you know, I'm working. I'm still doing my fitness. I'm doing my PT with my clients and stuff, and my mind coaching, and yeah. and then getting ready to be that performer, Kel again. Um, And actually, I feel really good about it. Tomorrow, I've got a big day. Um, I'm hosting the UK Dance Championships tomorrow, which is what I do for um, a company called the Aaron Dwyer Company. So I do that like half a dozen times a year. And it's the finals tomorrow. So all day, I'm going to be on stage in glitter, talking on a microphone, talking a load of bullshit, because that's what I get paid to do, and having a blast. So... Lovely. Actually, I feel really good this week. I feel banging. It's great. Great. Yeah.
1: Fuck you it. Your dreams. Who needs money? Follow
0: your dreams, baby. Don't follow, like, you know, paying rent and stuff. No, no one needs that. Anyone can live in a box. Look at Barbie. Barbie lived in a box.
1: She didn't, though. She it was, was just born in a box.
0: Yeah, but she, like, you know, her her house and stuff, like, they were all just real boxes, just a bit glittery. And anyone can put a bit of glitter on a box.
1: I mean, I had a Barbie dream house as a kid, and I can tell you fucking now that <laughs> I mean, Barbie I did. Dream I remember, just talking about the Barbie dream house, when I was a kid, when we used to have this room in our house, it was the garage we converted to a room, and we called it the blue room, because it was blue. Yeah. Um, literally, that's the only reason. Um, but I had the Barbie dream house set up in there, and I remember being like, it's not big enough for her, she's fabulous. And I made an extension of a cardboard box, she made it into um a what would they call balcony she had a little cardboard box balcony
0: some people might even call that a penthouse you know some people get a believe. box paint it in glitter yeah. call it a penthouse you're on a winning a winning streak right there so yeah i'm uh, i'm feeling good but let's talk about you because you've had a big week
1: i have had a fucking huge week and the main news i have is <laughs> emma Watson. <laughs> Emma fucking Watson. Hermione Emma Granger. Hermione Granger. Watson. Emma, it's not Wingardium Livio star. It's Wingardium <laughs> Livio Star. Was that my gig? <laughs> <laughs> she was. And I
0: couldn't believe it. I was like, when you text and you because we were in the audience and you were like on the balcony and you text saying Hermione Granger. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, whatever, there must be someone here that looks like her or she's making some kind of Harry Potter reference. Oh no, oh, I looked no, over no. and there is Hermione <laughs> Granger whooping and cheering in the audience, having oh. a banging in time. Um, and then I looked around for the rest of the cast I was like, what's she doing here? What's she doing here? Are they making Mate, another one?
1: No, literally, like we got in the car home and for, for anyone who doesn't know me, I am obsessed with Harry Potter, but mainly obsessed with Draco Malfoy, right? Tom Felton, <laughs> he was... My childhood crush. I had like pictures of him cut out all over my bedroom. I was like, "I'm gonna marry Tom Felton. He is the love of my life." And whenever me and Aiden watch Harry Potter, he's was like, "Oh, Bay's coming on." And ironically, slightly Aiden's like childhood crush. now. <laughs> I, I, mate, he's still so. I saw him in the streets once and was just uh. like, "Lost my mind." <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> um, but like Aiden's childhood crush. Emma Watson, like most fucking childhood boys, kids were like, yeah. They
0: they loved yeah. her, yeah.
1: You, everyone fancied her as a kid. Um, but literally on the car journey home, I was just losing my mind and like texting all my mates who was obsessed with Harry Potter too, including my friend Sam, Sam Harding, who bless him, he was like, I can't come to your gig, I'm so sorry. And I messaged him being like, You are gonna be raging that you didn't come to my gig.
0: And he was like, Why? <laughs> what
1: happened? And I was like, ah, Hermione Granger was that? Um. And he was like, oh, how's your new best friend? And I was like, I'm so glad that you have realized that she is now, She's now my best new best friend. Days. Because not only did she come to my gig, no, 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 no. She hugged me <laughs> and told me my voice was amazing.
0: dreams done dreams come true and also this if anything right you know how when you're like really disappointed because people don't come to your gig and you really like hope that everyone should support you because friends and family should support each other
1: don't give a shit don't give a shit
0: doesn't matter anymore because you had Emma Watson there but guarantee loads of people are now going to start turning up at your gigs just Just to see if the rest of the (laughs) Harry Potters come to your fucking gigs
1: (laughs) But literally, so we were in the car, and um, I was, like, going mad, being like, oh, Emma Watson. By the way, she smelled delicious. Like, yeah. she gave me a hug, and I was like, you just smell lovely, and, like, you're so nice. She was so lovely. And, like, when she said my voice was amazing, I was like, oh, thank you so much. And inside, I was like...
0: I literally watched your face uh, because you were so cool oh and co- like collective when you were talking to her. But as soon as oh you God. turned around, I genuinely <laughs> thought you were literally going to fall to the ground. I thought you were going to fall to the ground. I was going to have to be there to support you because you were just so cool. You're like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm you right. turned around and your face, you were I'm like babe. a fat kid that had just discovered Greg's. Like, honestly. L-
1: literally. I. I've never felt that way in my life. And Jodie still stood behind me, watched the whole thing. And she was just as like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And like after the gig, she texted me and like, oh my God, you're amazing. But can we talk about the fact Emma Watson was there? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was on the drive home and Aidan just goes to me. He was like, right, imagine Emma Watson like shares your new song. Because she said she loved my new song. Yeah. Um, with I Am Blin. She's like, imagine if she shares that on her socials. And she's like really good friends still with Tom Felton, AKA Draco Fitty Malfoy. And what if he then is like, oh, I love this song. And then becomes like a fan of your music. And I literally sat in the car and was like, you can't even say that to me because I would die. There is, (laughs) there's not a lot of people I think I would massively fangirl over, but the cast of Harry Potter, fuck me. Like, you I'd are die. Obsessed. I'd literally You're die. obsessed.
0: You always have I'd been die. obsessed with Harry Potter. So for, for the, oh any celebrity in the world to have been at your gig the other day, I was suddenly worried for you. Watson.
1: I was worried for you. I was
0: worried for her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, the funny thing is, is so basically, I didn't know she was gonna be there, obviously. And um, I was still on the balcony just watching the artist before me, and I was like, that girl over there really looks like Emma Watson. And I text Aiden to be like Oh my God, Like there's a um, a body double of your bay here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, who? And I was like, Emma Watson. And then my next message is, no, 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 fuck. It is Emma Watson. And then I was just like messaging, but I don't know if I've told you the cringe bit. Go on. So this gig, it was at the Bedford in London. And if anyone knows the venue, it's basically like a big um, like pit, I would think is the right word. Like like, imagine like an old school play. kind of theater. Yeah. And then above it is like this little balcony. And I was at the balcony and we had put a big gorilla um, tripod, you know, the ones that like clip onto things yeah. that you can like manipulate. And we'd put that on the balcony with mum's phone. I know what's going
0: to come now. I know what's going to come. Right.
1: So just so we could get the whole thing from a different angle. Um, anyway, Emma Hermione Granger Watson sat in front of said phone Ugh. and I, That's when I realised, I was like, oh, there's someone sat in front of the phone. Oh my God, it looks Emma Watson. Oh my God, it is. Nat Gray, not thinking, texts the family group chat with Mm -hmm. capital letters. Fuck off. Emma Watson is at my gig. Fucking Hermione Granger. Oh my God, I'm going to shit myself. And I watched as these messages popped up on mum's phone in front of
0: And I would just like to state they were all in capital letters and mum's notifications come up on her phone.
1: Yeah, and like in massive, massive letters. She has her text on large. And I watched Hermione Granger go, whose phone is this? To the people she was with. And they're like, oh, don't know. And then she's like, oh, it doesn't matter. And then carried on watching. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She's just fucking seen the message. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, I want to die. Do you know what? Do you know what? I don't even care because... Emma Watson if any chance you're listening to this i think you're fucking fantastic like not just <laughs> harry potter but like the work she does for like feminism and like she's just a fucking boss like she's a legend so um yeah that was my week uh, i'm it now best friends of emma watson so
0: it was fantastic i mean we haven't even covered the Thank fact you. that you are not just <laughs> releasing <laughs> one single but two one of them's come out today and then the other one is about to come out soon as well um which yeah. I have got to say, and I'm, I don't normally um, say really, really nice things to you. We just don't have that relationship. Wow. We take the piss. Um, See we know, the deep, guys say we know it deep down, but we just don't say it out loud. And um, nah. I was so fucking proud the other night. Stop and, it. I, and this song that Natalie is releasing is All in Aid of Prostate Cancer. And I'm sure we're going to put the link up as well after this podcast so that yes. you can donate and also pre-save the single. Um, yes. And as many of you know, prostate cancer is a very close subject to our family. Um, and we were there as a family watching. And the only person <laughs> that had heard the song was my dad, who it directly involved. <laughs> Me and my mother had not heard it. And yeah, I, I awesome. knew it was coming. But I sat there. I had warned you. And I listened and I started sobbing. Not even like a little, little tear drop down my face looking quite pretty. Oh, no, no. It was like, you know, those ugly sobs where you're like, (gasps) And I was trying to hide myself within my hair, right? Because there was the fit guy there who was on keys that I'd been perving on all night. And I'm thinking, if anyone looks at me, and I was making the noises as well. And then dad's staring at me, mum's occasionally looking behind me, and I'm like, stop it, stop it. It's and when mum just...
1: does the look as well, the and you look. know, that there's, yeah. there's no getting out of that.
0: I know. Yeah. And I just could not stop sobbing and I'm thinking this is not pretty it's not pretty at (laughs) all I look like I'm in pain I'm not a pretty crier I look like a bulldog chewing on a wasp and I it It was was very funny horrific but very very proud of you and I love the song and I just think the whole night it was probably one of my favorite gigs that I've been to (laughs) of yours and I've been to some really fucking cracking ones that was so good the audience were great there was a good turnout um you're the yeah. actual on before you were amazing like it, i just think it was a the good it was a really night good night
1: it was great yeah it's basically i was doing this tour with simp sisters with this incredible artist i am boleyn which is kind of why we didn't do a podcast last week guys so sorry um Natty kelly talk. was drunk on a cruise ship it was my fault and <laughs> i was just so up my own ass on this tour um living off pick a mix and just driving up and down the country but we did the bedford and i'd kind of said to dad like look I'm going to play this song and I wrote it two years ago when you got the diagnosis. Um, ironically, I'd actually gone into the studio session with my friends uh, Josh and Howie and we were writing about something else completely different and this song came out and we we all loved it and I listened to it afterwards and was just like, oh, that's not about the thing we were meant to be writing about. This this yeah. is about my dad, shit. And um, basically, so in rehearsals, there's a line in the song. So the song is called Home is Where You Are. It's all about appreciating what you have and the moments and not kind of like something that always sticks out for me and I always I actually was talking about the other day in an interview was saying that like when dad went in for his operation me and Kel couldn't go in because it was still kind of COVID COVID times times, but not but kind of it was that weird eggy period so mum was allowed in the hospital but me and Kel weren't so we just sat in a Starbucks all day um and just like occasionally crying (laughs) (laughs) Um, which was really fun um Apart from when Kelly fell asleep and I just kind of sat there like, this is really boring. It was a long Um, day. (laughs) It was a really long day. Um, But we were having this conversation about like, fuck, like I've always envisioned, like you've said, you envisioned dad walking you down the aisle. And I was like, I've Mm. always envisioned playing at Wembley and looking into the wings and like mum and dad are there. And that's not happened. And we both were like, not disappointed, but like kind of like just started beating ourselves up about it Mm -hmm. and actually I had this moment of going they don't give a flying rat's ass about those things and actually they're just proud of us I always say like we could genuinely take a shit outside post about it on Facebook (laughs) and mum and dad would be proud they'd be like that's the best shit I've ever seen like look at her like they are they're those kind of people they're just proud like they are just proud humans so like it, it's stuff like that that I wrote about and was just like, it doesn't matter about having all the money in the world or having a number one or having a world tour or whatever. It just matters that we're together and that we've got the health. Because what we said in that coffee shop, yeah. I'd swap everything just for dad and mum to be okay. Yeah. And so that's what the song was about. But there's um, a line in the song and it says, when it all falls down, I'll be homeward bound. Mm-hmm. And when I wrote it, I cried. When I rehearsed it, I've cried. And when I've listened to it back, I've cried. Yeah. And we got into rehearsals and I played the song to my band because I hadn't actually written this with Jack, which I who I always write, write with. This was of a different person. And they were all like, this is a great song. And they all know dad. They all know the family. Mm-hmm. And I just said to Jack, I was like, look, it's going to cut to this line. And I don't know if it's going to come out, if I'm going to cry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just going to look at you and you need to just pull funny faces at me. And Jack was like, got your back. I've got you. And it got to the night, and I've actually just put a video on TikTok about it. <laughs> so I watched the video, and I'm like, performance, performance, fuck, this bit's coming up. And I just look directly at Jack, and I'm like, please, please, help me, help me, help me. <laughs> and he's just putting all these funny faces at me. And I got, I managed to get most of the words out, but you can, I'm like, I'll be homeward bound. <laughs> and then, <laughs> which is quite funny. Um, I don't care. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really fucking hard, but... This leads me on to a trevism.
0: Go for right. it! Let's have a trevism.
1: <laughs> he loved it, by the way. Of.
0: He thought that whole night he was like, "This is all about me." This is oh all yeah, Dad was the star me. of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: we had the guy, um, this amazing girl from well, not a girl, woman from prostate woman. cancer, Jade, yeah, come Jade. down. Um, absolute shout out. She is a legend. She's Love great. her so much. Sat with you guys all night. But dad, I literally was like, he thinks he's a celebrity tonight. Like, this yeah, is yeah. his night. And I'm I'm happy for it. Like, cool, great. I was ready for him to get up and do a tap dance at one point. But um, Aiden made me aware of this Trevism the next day. And um, so Aiden said he was like, because Aiden, bless him, <laughs> he like called Holiday at work so that he could literally be my chauffeur and my merch seller. And rody, Yeah. And Rody, like, he carried all my shit. He made sure I was fed. He made sure I was drinking water and I was okay. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, I did pay him at the end, but I'll tell you about that bit. Okay. Oh,
0: I don't um, want well to know about that. Ooh, no, no, no,
1: uh, oh, no. No, <laughs> uh, no, no. Not in, literally the complete opposite. I'll tell you about that bit. Um, anyway, so he said he was stood at the door and he was keeping an eye out on you lot because he was ready to see which one of you cracked first. so obviously Aidan's heard the song and stuff. And he said, he looked, and like, he was like, right, no one's gone. No, one, Oh, right, Kelly's leaned over to dad and put her arm on him. So dad must be gone. And he said he looked at Trev and Trev was fine. But Kelly was well, like, <laughs> ugly, snot, <laughs> crying. And then he said he looked at mum, who once again was like, bottom lip gone, yeah. crying her eyes out. Dad, <laughs> grabbed your hand, turned to Aidan. I went, look at to stay of that. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> that is so dad. It's so fucking real. Like That's just typical. That's so typical. But it proper, dad. it proper made me giggle. Um I've actually I just put a video up on TikTok, I don't know if you've seen it now, of like when I first showed Dad the song. And the little shit, he cried at the end when I showed him the song. And then he whispered in my ear, I'm not going anywhere. And I just fucking bore my eyes out. Yeah. And now I've put it on TikTok for the world to see oh, me sobbing.
0: Every time I've watched so, yeah. that TikTok video, I've cried. And I've had so yeah. many messages from people because I, I shared it. <laughs> and people that don't know our family, and they're like, I wasn't ready for this. Like, I wasn't no. ready. No. Man, so, it was uh, just madness. But um, are we allowed to talk about the interview as well?
1: What, that we had yesterday? Me and dad had yesterday.
0: Yeah, because I haven't heard about this. <laughs> but we need to talk about this because, so I don't know if many of you know. So, my, our dad, T Rev. He is very good T friends Rev. with um, a guy that many of you may know, uh, Mr. Shane Ritchie. Big shout out, Uncle Shane. Yep. Hey, hey. Um, and there is a storyline in The Extenders at the moment about prostate cancer. So obviously, He's so random. Being yeah. good friends with with T Rev, um, I know they had a conversation um, about about prostate cancer and what Dad went through and blah blah blah. And obviously Prostate Cancer UK have been really in depth with EastEnders about, you know, what happens and and everything in depth with it. They've they've really been good with the script writing and everything, Um, that's what Jade from Prostate Cancer was telling me, you know. Anyway, because of the connection with Dad and Shane and this song coming out and everything, OK Magazine have done an interview (laughs) with Natalie, T-Rev, and Shane.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah well so, well we don't know we don't know if Shane's involved right so basically okay. we did um so it's for a freelance journalist who works for a bunch of magazines and they're doing a piece on it because it is really fucking random like this has wasn't planned like no. I wasn't planning to release this song now like yeah. it's so the reason I'm releasing it is because it's I wanted to do something for the song I love the song and I'm finally ready to kind of release it and obviously November is always about kind of men's health and people do Movember and mm-hmm. stuff And actually, the day it comes out is nearly... I think it's like a day off of two years when Dad had the op. Right. So I was like, perfect timing. And just before I go to Panto, la, la, la. And then Dad called me and was like, do you know that Shane's character on EastEnders, Alfie Moon, is going to have prostate cancer? And I was like, what? what? So weird. Like, of all the characters, it's Shane. And, like, randomly, do you remember we went... um, It was like a week after dad got the all clear. We went to Wimbledon to see Shane and panto and we all went for like dinner before and him. So basically there's a little group of them from Pontins. That's how they all know each Mm -hmm. other. They used to all be blue coats together and like do the comedy circuit together. Um, And like dad, Goz, my godfather Goz, who's also like Shane's best friend who goes on tour with him everywhere. Um, And dad, Dad, Shane and Godz were just sat there at Byron Burger just like talking about prostate about cancer. prostate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like, this is so weird. Um, so yeah, so basically we had this amazing uh, woman yesterday call us, so we had a little three-way conversation and it was so funny because Dad obviously wasn't being his comedian self. He was being very sensible. Was it? he? Yeah, he was great. He was talking all okay. the facts about prostate cancer and uh, the really funny bit was though, so I don't know if it's going to be in the interview. We don't know anything. Um, they said they are talking to his senders but they don't know if they'll get anything from yeah. Shane we don't know um and I said to dad like are you in con- constant contact with Shane and dad was like well as much as we can be like he's fucking busy yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> come on um but like, he's great he always turns up at events and he's always there but obviously he's Shane Mitchy he's very busy um but um so she was like, "Oh, so that first Christmas after the diagnosis mm-hmm. and then the recovery, like, because we just got the all clear just before Christmas." Yeah. She was like, "How was that Christmas?" And I was like, "Very grateful, but we are kind of Christmas people anyway." <laughs> and then Dad was talking about the lights and stuff in the house, and then I went, "Yeah, and like we had we have themes usually at mm-hmm. Christmas, um which we always document on Facebook and stuff. So if you guys have seen it, you'll know what we're talking about." Um, <laughs> I was like but that year we decided to sack off the themes and we all got t-shirts printed that said thank fuck he pissed himself because <laughs> that's
0: how the greys do it this is what because we that's do that's how
1: that's how yeah. we do and then I was like and then as an extra joke we got dad a cape to wear so that he was like super dad and a massive giant nappy <laughs> did she laugh and th- she did laugh the woman I think she's a bit taken back and like oh these people are okay they don't take anything seriously no um but literally dad was like, yeah, well, you can edit out that word. And I was like, sorry, I probably shouldn't have said fuck on <laughs> yeah. on this interview. Um, but yeah, it was really good. And dad was great. And um there's a weird moment when he started talking about like the effects of having yeah. prostate cancer yeah, like on sexual um, drive and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I'm I was happy. like, la, 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 la. La, <laughs> I talked to mum about this. So I have la, to la, 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 la. <laughs> I don't mind talking to my mum about this stuff because she she needs someone to talk to. So I kind of I've heard the th- like, stuff, and we've had conversations, and it, la, a few la, years ago, I would have been like, do not mention anything, you don't have sex, you don't do anything, <laughs> but now, you know, I'm a grown woman, and my mom and my dad, and I, you know, well, I've spoken to them, I'm well, not dad, la, 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 but la, la, I've spoken la, la, to la, la. so I kind of get that side of it, but you know what I think's really great, like, getting a bit deep here, when oh, it God. first all happened, dad wouldn't talk about it. He wouldn't talk about it. He was embarrassed. He didn't want anyone knowing. He didn't want anyone knowing. He was embarrassed by the whole thing. And I think that is a man thing. It's their prostate. But all of this has meant that he is now opening up about it. And it's like he sees it's a good thing to open up and to tell other people, make other people aware you know, yep. make sure you are checking. You do if anything is not right, you do go and you get checked out and you push. Even if they say to yep. you, Oh, you your numbers are fine because we know they don't they don't mean anything, these numbers. That means that they nothing. Have. Um, yeah. You go and you get yourself checked out because if he'd have left it any longer, we wouldn't be sitting here doing this right now.
1: Oh so, my God, absolutely. Um,
0: you know, he I had mean, aggressive <sighs> prostate cancer. So yeah. and that he With had been absolutely told absolutely no
1: signs. No. Like no signs.
0: He had been told. I've been told he was, he fine. was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he twice, pushed. yeah, but he put told he was
1: fine twice, guys. Twice,
0: so I do think this is a really good thing because he is talking about it, and I think that is a healthy yeah. thing. Um, and it's yeah. a lot better for him to be talking about it. So, I'm proud of you for bringing this up because I think that's helped Thanks. dad, and um, and it's yeah. helped us as a family as well. So, um, very grateful yeah. to you. Well done, you little dickhead.
1: Ta, I know. Well, it's it's, it's really something like we were talking to the woman yesterday, uh, the interviewer, and like. Saying about like the 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 signs of prostate cancer. The main sign for Dad. The reason that he, well, I say he probably Mum was like, "Get your ass down that doctor's mm-hmm. now." So Dad had an accident. He he wet himself yeah. basically, which is so embarrassing. Like that is something that like you just don't. You wouldn't talk about. You wouldn't tell people like that is really something quite embarrassing, yeah. especially in this culture of toxic masculinity. Um. And because, like, our dad's very young at heart. Mm-hmm. Like, he, the idea of getting old to dad is probably the worst thing ever. Like, he is. He doesn't see a it. Young he's like, B. I'm never no. getting old.
0: What are you talking about? No,
1: dad thinks he's 21. He like, thinks he's never yeah. yeah. And if any of us are ever like, Dad, slow down, we're right. He's like, fuck off. Like, no, I'm young. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. Like, he's crazy. So, for something like this to happen to dad, like, I, I said to this one interview yesterday, I was like, I am so proud of him for going actually, no, I need to go to the doctors. And when they said, you're absolutely fine, he said, no, I'm not. I need to get checked again. And he did. And he pushed. And I'm so proud of him because that is so not our dad. It's not him at Um, all. He
0: never goes to the doctors ever. And we've always annoyed him. We've annoyed him in the past. Like if he's had a cough that's lasted longer and we have been at him to the point that he's like, shut the fuck up um (laughs) gets annoyed us we didn't even have to push this like and i because i was with him the day that he had the accident and they come into london and we'd gone for dinner to burger and lobster with a few of their friends and he went to the toilet and it was his best mate that went yeah fucking pissed himself mate i went what he's like yeah we're in the car on the way here and he just fucking pissed himself as as his mate would say it yeah so my stomach's flipped straight away yeah. like i knew and he came back to the table and i went what's this what, what's happened and he went talk about it later don't worry about it i was like no what yeah i need to know everything yeah. i need to well, let's get to the doctors now Let, fuck off the lobster let's go get to the doctors now <laughs> you know yeah. um and i was sat next to mum, and i was like make sure he goes and she was like kelly he will he will i was like no make sure he goes yeah. make sure he goes but didn't even have to chase it up like it was done he went to the doctors no, and yet they said yeah. no you're fine you're fine and he, they kept a lot of this information from us. And I, we know yeah, that later we on. Yeah, we didn't
1: know anything really. Um,
0: and, yeah. you know, that he did have to push and he had to go back several times. Um, but yeah. if there's anything we can say to people out there, to you men that are listening or to people who've yeah. got their dads or their husbands, whatever, their brothers. Like, they do this test yeah. which says about their numbers. And this blood test, it you know, it comes back and it can go, oh, you, you're only two on that scale or whatever.
1: Yeah, the PSA. The yep. PSA, that's
0: it. It yep. means nothing. Fuck I, all. I am not a doctor. I don't pretend to be. But all I can say from our experience, his numbers yep. were on the extra healthy end. And they told him, yep. you are fine. So these numbers, even if they say to you, you are fine and you don't think you are, you go back.
1: Yeah. Well, it was really weird because on the interview yesterday, because obviously, like like we said, Dad kind of, they didn't keep it from us, but they didn't want to tell us until they knew all the facts, yes. which is so strange for us because our family are so close. But we all knew something was going on. Like, mm. I remember I took Dad to the theatre. We went and watched um, like a comedy magic show and he was being so weird. Like, He kept making little comments about like how he really hopes me and you get along and how he really hopes that like this is it and this career path. And I was like, what's going on here? Like you're being weird. And then like, no one would say anything. And then I remember when we got the, I got the phone call because I was in Rhodes. So me and Aiden yeah. had just gone on holiday to celebrate him getting cover Valjean. So we, we'd gone on holiday and I got a phone call from dad being like, they have found something. I don't know what it is, but it is prostate cancer. We, we won't know anything else. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and like he said, to, and I do appreciate our family saying this because they were like, we didn't want to tell you because it's first day of holiday he's like but i couldn't yeah. not tell you guys and then obviously he had the dye test where they put a dye in to see if it had spread and that's kind of when he came home we were all in the kitchen read in Reading, and he just he had, he had a piece of paper and written, written down. Down. yeah every single thing that had happened over the past month and he was like i didn't want to tell you until we knew exactly what was mm-hmm. going on but this is the facts it is aggressive but it's not spread and i'm having an operation next week um but something that was really scary that I didn't know until, I mean, I think he must have told us, but I've blocked that out. Yeah. Till this interview yesterday, he was saying, so yeah, so his PSA level was something like two. Yeah. It was like, they don't was, go anywhere near yeah. it when it's that low. And the doctors tell them, oh, we're not going to, we're not even going to prod it because that could make things worse. Mm-hmm. Bullshit, PS. Anyway, sorry. Um, I'll rant about that another day. Yeah. Um, anyway, he kept pushing and he kept pushing. And then when he eventually had like the biopsy and the MRI, they told him, so they measure prostate cancer, not in stages and so not like stage four cancer. or whatever. Yeah, they measure it on like one to ten. And like, I think it's like four to six is like, right, we need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. This is dangerous. Dad was an eight.
0: Yeah, I remember him saying in the kitchen. Like, it was on that piece of paper. Yeah.
1: And I just like he said it on the phone to this woman. And I was like, fuck, that's so bad. Yeah. And they said it's aggressive. We are like, we're going to do as best we can here. And I was just sat there like, oh my fucking God, we are so lucky. I like, know. You know, we just like, yeah. oh my God. Like, I know we sit here and this is a comedy podcast and we moan about like not getting jobs and not mm-hmm. getting this. Fuck me, mate. I, I'm absolutely fine with that as long as yeah. dad and mum are okay. Like, ab- ab- I would so swap anything.
0: Absolutely. Like, just
1: having that. And like, when, when we have days and we're like, oh, we're just not lucky. Like, things just don't happen for us. Oh uh, mate, we've had if that's all our luck, I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. But she does yeah. she does care if I'm okay as well, guys. Just just so you're aware. Mm. I know she said mum and dad, but I'm sure if I got sick, she'd be a bit worried too. So it kind of goes like dad, mom,
1: like dad mum, dad and mum together, and then like the dogs, Minion Molly Marley. Yeah. And then, Aiden. Like, mm. then <laughs> me. <laughs> and then like all other dogs I've ever met. And then like the cake factory that I love. Um <laughs> Oh, and then obviously, like, the Biscoff Company. I always hope they're okay. Yeah, and And that homeless
0: guy on the corner that you always help as well.
1: Yeah, oh, my God, the homeless guy with the dog. He's Joe in Covent Garden. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, elves around there. Yeah,
0: somewhere. Um, No, (laughs) we are. We're so fucking lucky. And, like, we needed needed to have this podcast. We know we're always, like, taking the piss and having a laugh, but, like... And I know it's two girls talking about prostate cancer, and there's probably guys out there that are just like, what the fuck? You know nothing? And it's, like, actually, like... We can tell you from experience these things. And if it is a worry yeah. about the whole sex thing, whatever, like, what the fuck? Who gives yeah. a shit? Like, there's tablets out there as well now. There's all this yeah. sort of stuff that can help you. Like, you can still do stuff. You can still have sex. So, please, if that is what's stopping you, don't be a fucking get fool. Checked. Get checked. Because I'm
1: not being funny. You can't have sex when you're dead.
0: Right? Right. Can't even so, have a wank when you're dead. There's not enough space in the coffin. So guys,
1: Prostate Cancer UK, if you need any more taglines, <laughs> we 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 got your back here. Is yeah. that a giant glass of wine?
0: No, <laughs> it's um, <laughs> it's apple squash in a wine glass. That
1: looks like wine.
0: I know because I'm trying to be good, but this makes me think I'm drinking wine on a Saturday afternoon.
1: That's fucking hilarious um Mm. so yeah that was our little prostate ted talk guys but genuinely like get yourself checked um get your partner checked get your dad checked like push do you know what actually before we end this conversation do you remember dad brought this up on the interview yesterday and i was like i'm so glad that happened because it stayed in my mind since we were on holiday family holiday about 12 years ago 12 Mm -hmm. 13 years ago and this random dude was the old guy
0: i always remember him
1: Yes, and he came up to dad, and they were talking, like, I think they probably played volleyball or something together, because dad talks to everyone. everyone. Like, if you stand still long enough, you will be best mates with my dad. Yes. Like, that's just fact. Mum mm-hmm. will have fed you, and dad will have brought you a drink, and you'll be best mates. It's the best life, um,
0: really. Well, how am I not married? Come on, I guys. I don't know,
1: mate. I don't know. I mean, it's the only reason Aidan's with me, let's be perfectly <laughs> Um... But anyway, um, this this guy was talking to Dad, and we were there, and I remember Dad getting a bit awkward. And the guy was like, you've never had your prostate checked. And Dad was like, no, no. Because me like, and you... In my early 50s. Me and you cried in bed
0: that night because yes. we, he'd admitted that he'd never got his prostate checked. Yeah. And we both and we were sat like, in our hotel room and fuck? cried. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we spoke to him the next day and he was like, guys, I'm fine. I've never had any, I've never had any problems. I've never had any symptoms. And mum was like, yeah, to be fair, like he doesn't get up in the middle of the night and that's meant to be the first sign. Or yeah. And I, I like calmed us down. But this random guy said to dad, get your prostate checked, please. Like, And this guy was only about like five years older than dad at the time. And um, yeah. dad brought it up on the interview last night and he said it stayed in his head. And he was like... I need to get my prostate checked. And he got How it checked nearly around that? that time. How weird. That- so now dad's being that guy. Dad is literally oh. telling everyone. And he said to me, he's like, I'm always at the golf course telling everyone. And I fucking they love say, you, oh,
0: T-Rev. I know he'll be know. listening to this. I what fucking led? love you. Honestly, like um, legendary. Don't I mean, it- stop preaching. Prostate absolutely. preaching. And that's,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's kind of like prostate preaching. That's kind of like what he said um, to the woman on the phone. He was just like, I am... I want to be the spokesperson for this and tell everyone what happened and, like, why not? Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a really good... I'm very proud of Dad. Mum said to me, she was just like, <laughs> we're so different. She's like, if this was me, I'd be like, no, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Like, it's really weird because me and Kelly are very outgoing and Dad... like, I mean, Dad's kind of the extreme. I'm yeah. probably a bit more introvert. Um, I'm, I like to say, like, I'm an extroverted introvert. Like, I... Yeah. I have to kind of turn my button on. Yeah. to be an extrovert whereas like I have like a battery pack of confidence and yeah. loud. Um and it goes down quite a lot. Mum mm-hmm. is like She's just me, like doing things on her own. She yeah. she can be a bit t- uh, timid, and she's very. Once you get to know her, fuck me, like she is. It's a she's different loud, story. She's funny. Loud she's cockney. very sarcastic. Yeah,
0: yeah, like she is the quietest Cockney that you'll ever meet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but then when you get to know her, she's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like, but it's it's when you first kind of get to know her, you'd be like, oh, she's a bit quiet and reserved, yeah. and then like within ten minutes, she's fine. Whereas Dad is like, yo, hey, what, what, what? Yeah, um. So yeah, it was, just, it was a really nice gig, it's been a really nice um, week, raised quite a nice bit of money for prostate cancer, Good. and kind of today, on my meant to be day off, I have been sat down going, right, what can I do next? Like, let's do another gig, let's do this, yeah. let's do that, um, maybe try to do a Reading gig. Um, so yeah, it's, it was really good, and it was really nice to have you guys there. Yeah, it
0: was really, it was really nice, really nice to I wouldn't have missed it.
1: Yeah. However, coming on to Aidan's payment for being basically my <gasps> yes. bitch on tour.
0: Let me hear about this. As long as it's not sexual, because, I mean, I can talk to mum and dad, but you and Aiden, that's just, like, weird, because I imagine you having, like, Marvel toys and stuff, and it's just not okay.
1: (laughs) I mean, please don't ever imagine anything, but that's disgusting. Um, Marvel is for children, Um, which we are. Um, No, so we ended the tour in Brighton, and I have predominantly got all my tattoos from a shop in Brighton. Yeah. Apart from like two, I think mm-hmm. all of them have been from Brighton and mainly paid for by Kelly. By me, yeah. <laughs> Literally birthdays. I'm like, I want a tattoo. I just want a tattoo. So I said to Aiden, I was like, look, I know we haven't got a lot of money, but I'll give you a, a maximum amount of money to get whatever tattoo you want because I'm going to get one. Um, so he got, he spoke to the tattooist and got this incredible design. He was like, I want to make Lord of the Rings. So he was like, sent him like pictures of the Hobbit hole and all this mm. sort of stuff. The tattoo is incredible. I'm going to post it on my Instagram.
0: I had no idea week. what it was. I was Literally, like, what is this? What's the meaning what... of it? What What am I looking at? <laughs> I, I don't understand.
1: But it's for all of you fellow Lord of the Rings nerds out there. Um, it's basically the book, like the like what the um the official like lord of the rings book and then coming out of it is the hobbit hole where bilbo baggins i knew
0: it was sexual Um, hobbit hole this is this is your
1: disgusting yeah (laughs) you are disgusting and it's it's so amazing like enzo from the tattoo workshop in brighton fuck me he is incredible like the detail is amazing so he got that and then i got which again i'm going to post picture online and kelly's already seen it but this is my new dinosaur she's called troxy
0: So, I will tell you, right? uh, So, I have been PTing really strange. So, Natalie's drummer in her band, his wife is one of my PT clients, and I went to their house the other night to train her. Oh, did you? And little Roxy, their daughter, was there and um love that straight away yeah. she was like talking about what auntie nat had bought her like this eeyore onesie and blah 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 <laughs> and i said well do you know auntie nat what she's done today she's got a new tattoo and roxy's face did you like, tell her i want to see it i want to see it so i was like here you go roxy and she looked at it she and i was like do you know what it is and she just kind of looked at it like with this face like what
1: is Standard that
0: sass. i was like the yeah. dinosaur is a dinosaur She's like, but what's round it? (laughs) This child. uh, I fucking adore
1: Roxy so much.
0: She is, Um, like, she's got so much character. Like, I just freaking love her. She wanted to train with us. She was jumping on the bike. And, like, Lucy was like, roxy go to bed go to bed she's like i want to do this i want to do this so uh that yeah child very funny
1: literally i i'm not a massive kid person like i'm, I'm not very good with kids i don't even really know what like to talk to them about or like what's the crack i'm not very good with it roxy for the day she was born i just fell in love with her i mean like dan is literally like, one of my best mates in the world and like lucy his wife is just so amazing like i yeah. love that woman um but Roxy is just the sassiest child and I love her. Yeah. Like, I remember going around there and she was like, Are you old? And I was like, <laughs> I'm not as old as your dad. And she was like, But like you're you're quite old, aren't you? And I was like, Not really. She's like, You look old. And I was like, <laughs> Well, I thought we were friends. Um
0: I get that all the I love time. That child. Normally from myself. I look yeah. in the mirror, I'm like, You are old.
1: Old. Well, I got her um, an Eeyore onesie, because she's obsessed with Eeyore since going to Disneyland. Um, I got her an ear onesie for her birthday which was like the beginning of September and it was really hot and she like refused to take it off and yeah. I was like you're gonna overheat <laughs> <laughs> and I think I may break you child like you need to you need to take this off because it's too hot oh um, god she's so f- but last year I don't know if you know this like last year I brought her like a little kind of a cheap Polaroid camera that instead of like Polaroids it came out as like a black and white drawing
0: that's really and cool and you could like
1: colour it in it was really cool and I got her, like, loads of, like, the role that goes in it. Yeah. She literally, I was there to see Dan. I was, like, gave her the presents and then was, like, chatting to Dan about, like, serious, like, music stuff and, like, just life. And she was, like, no, Auntie Nat, it's it's photo time. And I was, like, what? We did a whole, like, <laughs> professional photo, photo shoot. Session. Literally a professional photo shoot. She was, like, no, you need to stand here. You need to put your hand like this. You need to do this. Giving me all, like, her teddy bears to <laughs> pose with. And I was, like... You're going to use all of your camera roll on me. And she's like, I know, right. Let's do this now. And then let's do this. And I was like, this child is such a legend. She's amazing. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: She's amazing. So you've got your first client. Is she your first one?
0: Uh, no, not my first one, but uh, a what? nice regular, a regular client, Reg. which is really cool, and she's smashing it, and I love working with her, so that's really good. So, if is looking for an online PT and mind coach, so I don't just do the PT because it always comes from the mind as well, and I don't believe in cutting out anything, you know, because she had cakes there, and I was like, you can have a cake. Well, just pull literally,
1: because it, it was her birthday, like, a few days ago, so I... I like got mum to make because Lucy's favourite thing is like pick a mix. That Dan had told me is like she's obsessed with pick a mix. Mm-hmm. So I got mum to make like I bought loads of like pick a mix, like old school stuff, and got mum to make like pick a mix cupcakes, and I literally like gave them to Dan to give to her because she wasn't at my gig, and it was like a box of eight, and Dan was like, you know, she's starting with Kelly tomorrow. I was, like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, but this is this is the dynamic like kel gets the fitness and i get the cake it's stuff like the woman at prostate cancer uk was talking to me about like raising money and i was like well kelly half mentioned about doing the london marathon and i was like for a second that's a great idea and then was like nah Nah. (laughs) no like i'm not gonna make it about me by dying because that's what would happen Like literally like mile two nat grays out like i'm just not gonna do it um so yeah
0: To be fair, like I'm starting to think that exercise and good food are the enemy because I did that 10K run and now I've got two toenails that are black and they're not going anywhere. And then I was cutting up lettuce the other day and I sliced my thumb open on some lettuce. So I'm starting to think, you "You know what? If I order a takeaway, the worst that can happen is a paper cut and that won't be half as bad as that knife cut. So Cake
1: would not do that to you, mate. Really wouldn't. (laughs) Cake is friend. Because do you know what? Your body does doesn't not define, define
0: you. It. No, it does. No,
1: it does not. It does. Because, it. fuck it. <laughs> Literal, <laughs> fuck it. I had so many pick and mix this week because I went on tour. So I, I bought have, like a I whole bought, tub.
0: I bought a tub of pick and mix yesterday when I was in Sainsbury's and I sat there last night watching Married at First Sight. Oh my goodness. Are you watching Married at First Sight I'm this year? Not uh, watching it. Okay. Well, That's we can awesome. talk about that in the next podcast because otherwise this That's is going to awesome. go on forever. But we will talk about it. Um, but I did sit there eating my little tub of pick a mix watching Married the First Sight last night in my Well, I actually
1: I was eating my Pick a Mix, finishing my Pick a Mix off, and was like, Do you know what we haven't done in years is go watch a horror film with Pick a Mix.
0: We should do that, and it's coming up to that season as well. It's spooky season. I know. So there will be a horror film that comes out. So maybe we should put in a date to do that. But we still haven't Maybe. done Ninja Warrior either. We've got so, so many things well, to, to do. Well, why don't we do,
1: we could then do both. Why don't we do, come up to Milton Keynes, because that's where Ninja Warrior is. We'll do Ninja Warrior and then go and shit ourselves watching a horror film.
0: I think that's such a great plan.
1: It's kind of up to you because you're the busy one. So No, let's do that. Let me... If
0: anyone's got any ideas for horror films, send them over to us and then we'll go and watch it. Yeah,
1: um, shout us out because we need some horror film left.
0: But you know what? It's actually been an hour. We've been. Has it? Yeah, Fuck. We've been talking about prostates and pick a mix <laughs> for Which an hour.
1: <laughs> very two different things. But I do. I've got lots of stories. But I will keep that for next next week. I did so actually
0: think of a story for myself as well. But again, I will, th- I will <gasps> because it came up this week. But um, we'll leave that for next week. We'll leave it there with the prostate and pick a mix.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of like a radio thing, isn't it? Like, tune in later to hear week, yeah. who Britney Spears is married to next. That's kind of like...
0: Or if thing. Kelly's ever going to find a boyfriend. No. No. <laughs> no.
1: Did you pull on the cruise ship?
0: No. I was off uh, my face. I, I honestly no? looked like my eyes were in different directions my hair was doing some kind of scarecrow thing. I, you know, I was a slosh. I was, an But absolute, you were in your ball gown. I was a disgrace. I was an absolute disgrace. Terrific. This Very is terrible. why I'm still single. I'm telling you now. Um, but, you know, I'm happy know. with that. I made memories.
1: Exactly. And you can't buy memories. No, you
0: can't. No, you can't. No. But money does buy nice things, which then make but, but anyway,
1: money does help. Yeah. Anyway, right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. We Tune good? in next week
0: because we got some great stories for you. This was a serious Absolutely. one. Check your prostates, men. Make sure you're okay.
1: Yes. And pre-save my next single. Home is where you are. It's on my Instagram. I'm also going to put it on the Instagram of uh, Get a Real Job because I never want to get a real job. And if you guys pre-save it. I mean, I'm not going to make any money on this song because it's all going to charity. But
0: but I could lead to other things.
1: Good you know? karma. Like- Songs
0: that aren't going to make you cry and make Kelly look like a bulldog chewing on a wasp.
1: Yeah, I'll write a funny song next time. I
0: promise. One that we could do a party dance to.
1: TikTok viral. Anyway, bye. Mm-hmm. See you later. Peace ciao, out. Calm ciao. down. Down. Bye. bye. bye.